0: Shut up, I love it. Shut up.
1: I love it. Shut up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, Everybody was kung fu fighting. Shut up. I love it. I'm Joe Cabello, the original kung fu fighter, and I'm here with...
0: Sasha Filer, and welcome to Shut Up, I Love It, a podcast where we invite a special guest to talk about something underrated, underrepresented, underloved, underhoped, under, under the sea. Under the sea. Mm-mm, if mm-mm. it's
1: Little Mermaid, which <laughs> it isn't, this it week. is
0: not Little Mermaid. So we're already narrowing down all the possible topics for this episode. And today we have a very special guest. He is a comedy writer and. Proud cat dad, currently a script coordinator on HBO Max's *Gordita Chronicles*. He is also a co-parent of Scoopty Boopties, a fun house comedy show. Welcome, Oscar Limas!
2: Hello, hello! Thank you so much for having me. Bow,
0: bow, bow, bow.
2: That's yeah, my, my, own horns, my own air horn. My own air horn.
1: You've got the soundboard there. Let's get a few other noises on that soundboard. Hit one of the other buttons.
2: All right, let's see. Let's go let's see what, what do we oh, have over I was here right. is that, okay everyone <laughs> that's it i only have three i only have three i only have three
0: <laughs> what are we what is the topic of today's podcast is it uh, funny sounds you can make on the radio is that what you brought in today oscar
2: it sadly is not that's still a work in progress uh today i would like to talk about the 2001 american buddy action comedy film a rush hour 2 Wow. Wow. Rush
1: Hour 2, the second installment, the sequel of mm-hmm. A Trinity.
2: The sequel All before right. the sequel that was called Rush Hour 3, because they call Rush Hour 3 a sequel <laughs> to Rush Hour 2. So that's interesting. We'll get into more of that.
0: Yeah, let's get more into that. So, why is this movie, Oscar, a perfect topic for Shut Up? I Love It?
2: I believe it's a perfect topic because I love it. I love this movie so much. That's a good start. Uh, It's it's a very nostalgic (laughs) piece of cinema to me, and I Mm -hmm. feel like it's been uh, kind of divisive over the years. You know, there's a a small group of people that absolutely love it. There's a group of people that uh, hate it because it's just debatably bad. It's not, (laughs) arguably, it's not a very good movie. Uh, And there's a, a group of people that you know, want to cancel it, because obviously, you know, F Brett Ratner, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse on this podcast, but...
0: Oh, you can start
1: cursing by now. You can say fuck, but you can't say, you can't say Brett Ratner, but you can say (laughs) fuck
0: if
2: you want. Yeah, well, well, fuck that guy, Uh, you know, he directed it, and there's a whole lot of controversy there, but... I personally... Should I
0: drop in some other controversy before we keep going? Just just to add. Oh, absolutely. So one of the stars of the movie was a big, big friend of Jeffrey Epstein's and was a very much regular on his flight-slash-island adventures.
2: Wow, I did not know this. Who is this?
0: Chris Tucker.
2: Wow! The Chris Tucker?
0: The... Chris Tucker, yeah. Also does
2: a great Michael Jackson
1: in this, and he was uh, <laughs> a famously very good friends with Michael Jackson.
2: Wow. All right, maybe, maybe let's switch to a different uh, thing that I love. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, uh, you're really treading into murky
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: waters here.
2: I'm in the swamp. But we're not but here
0: to defend Jeffrey Epstein. No, are we? I mean, anymore. I don't think that's what we're doing. I don't so. think
1: we know anybody who would, but uh, I'm happy to hear them out. This is a free country. Uh, but as far as yeah, Rush Hour 2, I believe like Rush Hour, the original, is considered a classic, despite the Brett Ratner controversies, which I think... Um, yes, you do have to uh, separate the art and the artist in many situations. You can still say it's a good movie while Brett Ratner is a bad guy. At I, least uh, that's
0: what we think on Shut Up, I Love It. And again, we're ready to hear somebody else who doesn't think so. Come at us, at us, come on the yeah, podcast, do whatever you it want. T-
1: does it take away Jackie Chan's contributions, Chris Tucker's <laughs> hilarity? No. Right, but so I think it is like cemented as a classic. But when people talk about Rush Hour, uh, yeah, I've I've noticed it's the Rush Hour two, Rush Hour three. People don't really talk about them, or they get a stink face. You know, it's like, oh, Rush Hour is great. I don't know about the sequels, and that's definitely the energy I felt with this franchise. I assume it's similar for you, Oscar.
2: Yeah, in my uh, independent research over time, (laughs) I've gathered that Rush Hour two is objectively. Regarded as the best of this uh, arguably not that great franchise Um, You know rush hour one obviously sets the tone sets the template Uh, We got fish out of water with you know a wacky character Rush hour 2 I think really just hones in on the science of that and perfects it to a high degree in my eyes Just classic buddy buddy action comedy uh, Super fun and then rush hour 3 is just way too late in the game Like they shouldn't have made a rush hour 3 uh, We're not yeah. it, talk it doesn't about hold up.
0: Rush Hour 3, it shall not be mentioned. Yeah. Although it probably will
1: be. <laughs> we, we always say that, uh, <laughs> but we will talk about it because I think they're connected. A trilogy, if you could even call it that,
0: um, is so connected. Uh, <laughs> uh, Joe, you obviously heard of Rush Hour 2 before. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we oh, just yeah. like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is <laughs> me, ask, this, me, me doing the shut up, I love it thing when we find out how the hosts are familiar with the Topic in question. Yes,
2: I'm curious. Yes,
1: very familiar with two. I'm less familiar with three. I think I've only seen three one time. That's enough. I've seen two a couple times. Yeah, (laughs) and I did uh, watch like the Rush Hour three in five minutes YouTube video Mm -hmm. that was dictated by a robot. (laughs) And then Lee goes into super fast too. Right? It's really (laughs) it's exciting. Horrible (laughs) to listen to, Um, but number two rewatching it again cuz it's been years. I've watched uh, Rush Hour 1 many times, mm-hmm. a repeat watching over and over. But two it's been a while and but I forgot how many like just quotable and dare I say iconic lines there are in this movie. There. So it does it holds this weird shadow place in my heart where it's like there's a lot of moments that I didn't remember were part of Rush Hour 2 that I held I hold near and dear to my heart.
2: Well, I'm cu- I'm curious to hear what some of those are cuz I've seen this movie easily over 50 times through my my nice. childhood and early adolescence. I used to have it on my we iPod We should start video. requiring.
0: Yeah, that's we should start requiring that minimum of 50 times for any guest for Shut Up I love it. brings <laughs> yeah. in a movie. That's how you know they really I love feel it like if it's less than 50? Yeah. yeah, like what are you doing here? People like I, oh, I haven't seen it in 20 years. What? Yeah.
1: Please <laughs> see it at least once in the last year is kind of what I would like <laughs> of our guests. So I'm glad you've seen it so much. Sasha, what about you? Are you a Rush Hour head?
0: No, I'm Russian, but um what's oh, so nice. <laughs> but <got> uh <laughs> ding, ding,
2: ding.
0: No, I'm not not haven't seen any uh, any movies. This is my first. This is my introduction to the franchise.
1: Wow. That's insane. And did, did yeah. you get to see Rush Hour 1 and or 3 paired with this or you just no, went no, straight to 2? No, no. Two? Just
0: just uh, pure Pure Rush Hour 2. So it would be nice, come on, like a point of view for somebody who is just so only wrapped up in the Rush Hour 2 knowledge but knows nothing about what happened in Rush Hour 1. It doesn't carry the burden of the Rush Hour 3. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, which I don't think yeah. you need to. Well,
2: what's interesting um, is I saw Rush Hour 2 before seeing Rush Hour 1. And wow, that was a you know a unique experience that I cherish because I don't think you need to watch Rush Hour 1. You, you get the you idea you get the idea you know
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: yeah and like uh we'll get into it more just of how this is as a sequel because i i have good opinions on i have good opinions i'm like i have strong opinions on what makes a, a sequel work and why many don't mm. but i got a question for you before we get into it oscar are you a jackie chan fan a chris tucker fan action movie fan, all three, like what draws you to this specifically?
2: It's the it's blend of just purely nostalgia. Like I saw it at a very formative time in my uh, comedic brain development, I don't think I had seen a movie mm-hmm. quite like it
0: a little neuron neuron connection yeah little
2: synapses tiny parietal lobe smallest. other keywords mm. oh. for the brain yeah, yeah, yeah well basal
0: people people ganglia was really affected too <laughs>
2: right. yeah, basal ganglia throbbing <laughs> yeah
1: so wet uh, yeah while others were watching Simpsons and getting their comedic mind from that you were honing your comedic mind with rush hour too
2: yeah I had the whiteboard up in the room you know the yarns <laughs> connecting <laughs>
0: And you couldn't walk yet, so that was impressive.
2: Yeah, that was, I think, the, the most uh, a crucial component, you know, because I was just forced mm-hmm. to sit there and really absorb the movie.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. And nothing else.
2: Um, but but I, do like, I do like action. I do like comedy movies. I like the pairing. I, I, Jackie Chan is always a fun watch. Uh, just a lot of physical mm-hmm. things. It's very exciting. Chris Tucker is very animated, very expressive. That's always been uh, humorous to me. So, Rush Hour Two really is just the, the perfect, you know, Powerpuff Girl recipe. Yeah, Otherwise, it's got it
1: all. Got well, all I right. think p- fans of just Jackie Chan, this might be a lower tier Jackie Chan movie. Uh, so, I was just curious if, if that was the case. I, I love Jackie Chan films. That he's
2: the best action star. Period. Truly, no argument there.
0: Uh, and I won't chime in because i've only seen maybe a couple of jacket channels in my life so figure it
1: out sasha
0: uh, um, I, I know it out. Uh, i'm here to be i'm here just to absorb here to absorb all the knowledge
2: <laughs> you're the comedic um, relief on the podcast that you're um <laughs> just in there interjecting
1: <laughs> looking up little jokes like alligator jokes on the web and right. pushing uh, them out yeah just
0: looking for a good pun insertion <laughs> <laughs> insertion <laughs> Insertion um,
1: is her comedic. Uh, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, I'm specialty. gonna I'm gonna write that one down. <laughs> Contribution.
0: Uh, uh, so getting into
1: the movie itself, uh, I'm very interested in the fact that you saw this first. Because yes, I don't think you need to see Rush Hour one. It's all kind of set up. It's almost a repeat in a way.
2: Yeah, it's it's almost the exact same thing, just in a different place. But like the same uh, engine, the same framing device
0: yeah well i haven't seen rush hour one and um i felt like i felt like um i didn't need to have seen rush hour one but i felt like the a lot of whatever i assume was the forming of that relationship of the two uh uh the the two stars like it was interesting for me to have like I wish I'd seen it like how they mm. ru- like they just couldn't understand each other in the beginning and then they're finally like oh no we are bros like I missed that part yeah of course well quick recap they
2: met in a government science laboratory mm-hmm. un- uh, hundreds of feet <laughs> underground and <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were both experiments yeah yeah uh, and escaped together uh, but both movies do have this thing where it's they are keeping something from each other or Lee is withholding information. They don't want to work together, but then upon learning the key information, they work together and then they solve the case. Both of them have that exactly, even though in the second one, they already know each other. They find a way to, to kind of artificially spread, spread them up.
2: Yeah. It's a classic, like uh, differing agendas. Um, you know fish out of water like you said they don't want to work together they have their own things going on but they're united by a common goal and that's how they come together is it a love story i don't know probably <laughs> we'll find not. out by the
0: end of this episode
2: <laughs> right
1: <laughs> i do want to shout out just because you said love story i think it's amazing that uh chan's character of lee gets the girl so amazing uh, yeah Rosalind i was really misdirected yeah, there as mm-hmm. agent
2: isabella molina
1: Mm-hmm. Which is just so uncommon in American cinema to have the, you know, sex appeal go to the Asian actor. So Brett Ratner, maybe <laughs> not so
0: much of a monster after all. Maybe he was a groundbreaking edge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Groundbreaking guy.
2: Interesting. Um, We're going to get in trouble. Very
0: interesting. <laughs> yeah. No. And she's beautiful. That lady. It's insane. Insane. Out of control. Yep. I had to look her up on Instagram these days. Still pretty beautiful. Some people yeah. just got it all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's recently
2: one recently th- in Grand Hotel. One of the best scenes in the movie is when they're in the uh, at the hotel and they're looking through the binoculars. You know, looking back, some some of this movie doesn't hold up in in modern day uh, society in terms of like objectifying women and sexualizing and kind of racial tropes. But, but, I have to honor the childhood part of me that really enjoyed this movie. the basal
0: ganglia part
2: yes the basal Mm -hmm. ganglia part and the humor and watching these two (laughs) these two buddy cops in their hotel room just looking through their binoculars at this other uh, other hotel room a little creepy looking back at a
1: beautiful woman mm, and and you know what who hasn't done it all three of us looking at pretty women (laughs) we all do here like that so we enjoyed the scene (laughs) Put handcuffs on me, arrest me, (laughs) away I enjoyed the scene (laughs) of the lingerie woman.
0: But here's the question. Does she, just to go back to her uh, and Jackie Chan, does does he really get her, though? Or does she kind of give him a kiss at the end, like, we're friends, and leaves him?
1: Well, I think it's more for um, them to make a third one. (laughs) <laughs> that mm-hmm. she couldn't like stay with him and create a relationship yeah it's but a, they still wanted the energy of oh i choose mm-hmm. you
2: not Chris do they
0: Tucker. hook up in uh, rush hour three
2: i i believe i don't think she's in it yeah I, <laughs> I can't remember but there's they're definitely established that like they the idea was that there there's a thing now the dangling mm-hmm. carrot of like wow we're closing this loop ja- jackie got his he got his you know
1: yeah. That was as <laughs> much as he'll get. <laughs> <laughs> right. But he still got any it. of yeah. us. Any of us.
0: Yeah. Um Chris Tucker though was his character was super into another female character in the movie, right? Like I mean, he was into all the ladies. It was kind of like what apparently my research about Jeffrey Epstein King, like so it was a reflection of real life. <laughs> but he was into all the ladies into this movie. Um but he specifically liked the assassin assassin woman. Um, whose name escapes me right now
1: who is freaking
0: amazing I mean she's great she's so good um, but uh, but unfortunately she died she died in this yeah.
2: film yeah. The, the, bo- yes, the bomb that, scene she walked yeah. in with a bomb stra- holding a bomb and they had to jump out of the, the window to survive
0: she died yeah almost like a couple of times she died right
2: yeah again yeah, she uh, gets the fake death they really uh, push the romance in this movie. You know, It's like the underlying theme is all these uh, un- unrequited love stories.
1: Yeah, love that just can't, can't seem to work in this world, <laughs> maybe in another world.
0: You, would, you know what also can't seem to work in this world? HBO Max's... So tell them, Oscar, tell them. HBO Max's um, audio delay. So they have this film on HBO Max and it's like 6 seconds delay audio. Really? I thought I was crazy. I started looking up all other films and other everything else that I could possibly look up on HBO Max to make sure it was not my system and then I found a Reddit uh, where people talk about it that it's a thing like it's like 6 seconds you don't know who's talking at all. It's like I couldn't watch it for free so Wow. I had to purchase it I, I didn't Apple. have that
1: experience where it was 6 seconds It feels like a lot of it is like adr dialogue in Which is when they record the dialogue Later Oh
0: look it up Turn on HBO
1: Max I don't need to look it up I watched it on HBO Max And I did six. not see 6 seconds 6 seconds is unwatchable
0: Yeah, yeah I mean it's, with, it's, it's a very big Like you don't know who is talking So I mean maybe it has to do uh, with the technology that's on my side but there's a Reddit chain and I shared it with you Joe if you remember when <laughs> I said that is the truth and that my uh, it was impossible to watch on HBO Yeah, effect.
1: then I watched it and I was like this is untrue
2: so. <laughs> this is yeah, false well. Well, th- so
0: uh, come you know like I would like to hear from you our listeners like Send us about your experiences. Where sh- where have you watched uh, Rush Hour Two, and what kind of delays have you experienced?
1: This is and make sure you give us a platform and a version number. So you know, right. iTunes Player yeah. version three zero zero point one nine six. All the specs. Your operating please. system, all
2: yeah, your hardware yeah, specs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is fascinating to me because uh, you know I feel like I haven't been touched by this experience. I I own Rush Hour Two on two oh, two digital platforms so that is always ooh. my viewing experience yeah i have it on any DVD? hard
1: hard disk platforms blu-ray dvd i had
2: it on dvd a long time ago mm-hmm. it's back at home now uh in <gasps> florida in a vault where's home with oh, laser florida security and,
1: you know, <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. no one can get yeah. it not even you not even
1: me yeah <laughs> You'll be killed instantly if you ever try to watch it yeah. to just prove how much you love it.
2: And then it starts playing. Once I get my legs lasered off, it starts playing. And as I'm bleeding out on the floor, I get to go out watching one of my favorite <laughs> films.
0: <laughs> so, Oscar, why is this film not getting enough love from the world? Uh,
2: you know, it's, it's interesting. Because it, it, it did well at the box office when it came out. Um, it's it's one of you the. You
0: remember it? You were there. You were in. I was the working in the you box office the theater.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was a, a minor working illegally at the <laughs> at the theater, but they let me watch the movie. So that was a uh, you know the catch. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's interesting because it's it's one of like the highest grossing action buddy comedy films in history, um, but I think it, it just sort of people haven't seen it. You talk to people and they they either have or haven't seen it, which is I guess how it goes for. Uh, society at large <laughs> in general but i think it gets uh put in the box of it's just a dumb silly like action movie it doesn't get taken seriously and serious. sequel on top of that and sequel on top of that yeah so like it's it's no uh, titanic it's no uh toy story you know mm. it's, it's, at the end of the day it's a silly uh, arguably unnecessary movie to our cultural canon which I don't align with. Obviously, I love this movie. Hello. Hello. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hello. <laughs> it's this thing where the movies that do well in the box office aren't necessarily treated well over time. Like Transformers movies destroy at the box office, but no one can remember anything about about any of them. And then you have movies that did so poorly at the box office that now we love the thing Mm. Is John Carpenter's the thing didn't do the very movie. well and was even critically panned. Now, people say that's one of the greatest movies of all time. I'm w- so I'm it's that weird <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's the thing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. It's the thing. Then Rush Hour Two. Close that was firing right.
0: my <laughs> synopsis. Talking about, you know, uh, articulating that basal ganglia. That's what happened to me when I was seven years old, and I and I saw the thing. And that's fucked me up for the rest of my life.
1: Now you are uh, what you are. I, I, I have not I seen the thing. Oh, <gasps>
0: yeah. Okay. well You watch it and you I'll, come I'll back see myself out. to us.
2: That's that's a good plan. It uh, on Rotten so, Tomatoes, Rush Hour mm-hmm. Two has a fifty-two percent. Which mm-hmm. when I first when I first saw that, it, it hurt a little bit. It stung because I was like, this is a cinematic masterpiece. It's one of the greatest mm-hmm. of our time.
0: I understand. Rotten Tomatoes is a hot topic here at Shut Up, I Love It. I'm a big um follower of what Rotten Tomatoes has to say about everything we bring here. And Joe has stopped looking uh at Rotten Tomato scores seventeen years yeah, ago.
2: Yeah, I don't trust it. I, I like Metacritic yeah. a bit more. I do think fifty two percent is an honest rating though. If I if I there was a you know, gun to my head, family's life on the line, I would have to give mm-hmm. the movie probably. My cat's name. Yeah, mm-hmm. my cat oh my god, yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I would say it's it's an overall mediocre movie, but I just love it so much.
0: Right, oh, I like it has so
1: many good moments. I have one big issue with this movie compared Ooh. to the first, and what why I think it doesn't stack up to the first, and that is uh, the emotional connection to the main plot. So in Rush Hour One, you s- you meet the little girl who gets kidnapped, and you see her get kidnapped. I'll never you see that know movie. that she is close with Lee, mm-hmm. so when she gets kidnapped, you know. I'm not saying I'm crying over it, but there is a emotional connection of oh, I understand what needs to be done. Uh, it's so broad in Rush Hour Two. There's a bombing, but you don't really know the characters who got bombed. You don't even even like part way through the movie. You're like, wait, there were special agents. They weren't even like embassy. They're like they're embassy people. Wait, but. They were embassy people and special agents, so you're like, okay, am I supposed to ca- I don't know who they are, and they're not even special to the main characters. It's, it's more this other thing. The bad guy is connected to Lee. So it just feels a little bit like, why do I give a shit that these characters are doing this? And
0: the answer is the lingerie.
1: <laughs> That's what's keeping me. Fr- uh, Lily-padding throughout the movie is <laughs> right. Rosalind Sanchez and lingerie. But that's what I think makes this one fail a little bit, while it has all the ingredients that the first one has, you know, with the comedy and the stunts, but that thing just kind of makes it not stick together. What do you think about that, Oscar?
2: I think that's a, a great point, a very fair point. Uh, it, it really is all about Ricky Tan, and Jackie Chan's connection to Ricky Tan. Again, is it a love story? Is this yet another... So a, another know. dangling carrot of a romance in front of us, um, J.K. But th- that's a good point, yeah, because <laughs> th- it's it really is just like okay, Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan, fight scenes, fun lines, set pieces, and at the end that's of the day, it's like issues. I don't feel anything emotional, you know, besides mm. this well of laughter and enjoyment that, <laughs> that I have <laughs> inside of me. So, what
0: are some of your, <laughs> your iconic um, lines or favorite moments? in this masterpiece Oscar
2: well they do a good job of uh, callbacks in this movie calling back jokes who doesn't like to a
0: good, good good callback yeah
2: actors I love, love callbacks you know um, we love callbacks and jokes mm-hmm. um yeah, I was trying to make a, an actor callback joke yeah. and I, both of you were straight-faced and like, okay, let's move on.
0: Well, <laughs> let's move on from that. I, I, I was expecting
2: know. a callback to something
1: that <laughs> happened to this episode and I can't remember anything that happened to this episode. so far.
0: I remember Joe being very aggressive with me. That six seconds delay is impossible. Yeah. I'm not but saying it's
1: impossible. I think it's uh, unique to your system and I need your specs.
0: Um, come over Come on over He he refuses to come on over
2: We're gonna figure it out
0: Um, So does Oscar <laughs> He refused to come on over Um, So okay So we don't recall Any iconic lines But there's so many of them Right Yeah well
2: there's I mean you I can't believe I flew 10,000 miles For this shit
0: mm-hmm. You know they, It keeps coming back Yeah
2: mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie Chan said it In the first one Um, Chris Tucker says it In the second one uh, There's the whole CD bit You know When they're in the car And he takes a CD And throws it out Um, uh, That's they they honor the the diehard fans, uh, multiple times. Yeah, with
1: a lot of switcheroo a lot of callback mm-hmm. lines.
2: Yeah, yeah, um,
1: yeah. That's a lot of fun, Sasha. You didn't understand any of that, did you? While watching it,
0: I couldn't understand. Like I couldn't read faces because it's but general. It's that's just my uh, mo. Like I don't understand human emotions. I'm an alien, so <laughs> this whole experience was just very really confusing.
1: But but when he says like you never touch a Chinese man CD. CD, right? Like
0: yeah, I did not know that. What? I was like, it's got to be some kind of 2001 reference that I don't know about. <laughs> like it yeah, that's there. a direct
1: reference to "You Never Touch a Black Man's Radio." <laughs>
0: okay, there you go. Uh, yeah, so but it was still enjoyable, you know. I mean, I liked it. I liked that part when he said that. Um, <laughs> I thought it was also like some things were like meant to be so, somewhat sexual, but they weren't sexual. Like they were really. Like some jokes were like on the border of like, are they being too sexual or are they just like no, just kidding. That was not a sex joke. I think I, I don't think they were.
2: An I mean it's it was two thousand one, you know. And it, Chris, yeah. Chris oh, Zucker's character characters
0: before is, or after nine eleven. That's that's usually how we draw the <laughs> that's line. That's the threshold.
1: China, I love it. <laughs> Let's see. I'll try to look up the date here Let's on the see, internet. It's
2: two August third, two thousand and
0: one. Oh <gasps> that's when he came out? Whoa. Yeah.
2: So it looked out. <sighs>
0: Wow. that was the last free. some might say that was the last laugh before 9-11 wow
2: one of the, the last relics of pre uh pre 9-11 times
0: yeah the american was innocent then
2: um wow but i was gonna say uh <laughs> what was i gonna say
0: can't say anything cheap at this suits
2: point. cheap suits <laughs> cheap suits that guy, that guy's stuck. He's he lives in my brain in and in a corner of my brain. Cheap suits,
1: cheap suits. Oh. Yeah, that's like one of the okay. lines that I watched it. And I, on rewatch, I was like, oh yeah, cheap suits. We used okay. to say this all the time.
2: One of my one of my favorite <laughs> lines that always makes me laugh. Still, like it, it gives me a good mm-hmm. chuckle is when they're at the massage parlor, heaven on, heaven on earth massage parlor, after mm-hmm. this big like chase scene and they fall onto the from the bamboo thing and like get all fucked up. And then Chris Tucker's mad. And Jackie Chan takes him to this massage parlor to, like, relax. Which ends up being yet another, like, ploy of Jackie Chan's character just doing his detective work. Um, obviously, they have this whole, like, spread of uh, beautiful women. And again, you know, it, it's, it doesn't hold up. Because it's, it's very uh, obje- objectifying.
0: Because who would ever call them a spread? That doesn't hold up. Uh, right,
2: up. right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we can get... <laughs> And the, Just kidding. And then uh,
0: they are positioned as a spread. Okay, they're positioned like a spread uh, at a like a like a little you know buffet. A veggie ha- tray. A veggie yeah. tray.
1: Yes. You yeah. provide the ranch.
0: Whoa. Was that meant to be as a section? <laughs> you, well, you. We're you walking a fine it. line it's here. Not <laughs> it's not 2001. It's not 2001. The innocence is innocence has is gone. <laughs> Um, and then what happens when he looks at the spray? Basically, the massage spray.
2: parlor uh, lady is just like, okay, you know, follow her to the quiet room. And you get a shot of Chris Tucker being like, it ain't going to be no quiet room no more. Mm. Oh, yeah. and it's such, a, <laughs> it's dumb, good, it's such yeah. a dumb, you know, He's little joke. He's
0: very funny in it. Um, I'm not like, you know, I was, since I haven't seen all the rush hours, I could, I, 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 was like, let's see more of this guy. Like, I looked him up. And it's not a whole whole lot on him i mean you know besides the aforementioned jeffrey epstein connection but there's not a whole lot of like him being funny <laughs> on the screen like i mean i don't know like what else is like a huge thing that he's done
2: friday is probably uh, the, t- the biggest mm. the other biggest friday fifth element fifth element yeah he's great in fifth oh wow element.
0: fifth element he's the he a- is fucking funny in this movie
1: yeah he's amazing and he's a stand-up he comes from the stand-up world so he has some stand-up specials as well Yep. Um I think he came out with one in the last 4 years that uh was wasn't great but he's great. Like he has so much presence on stage mm-hmm. that he doesn't need to be saying anything funny actually. He just need he's just being funny.
2: <laughs> yeah, his old stand up is really funny. Uh he's just a very animated, expressive um humorous person. It's always, it's always fun to watch. He was also in *Silver Linings Playbook*, which was a yeah, more serious, a dramatic role. right?
0: remind me, it's been a while. Uh, it's the what, what's uh, he, j- well, no, what's he? Who's he
2: uh, in it? Uh, a, some side character, like a, a friend cool. of Jennifer Lawrence's character, I think, in like the dance mm-hmm. class. Maybe I think she's in a dance class or something. Oh,
0: okay. He's yeah, like yeah, the supportive
2: is. friend who's like knows that the char- main character
1: is kind in of going love. through a hard time, so mm-hmm. they're like there. He's basically Dave Chappelle in um, A Star is Born Yeah, pretty much <laughs>
2: I laughed out loud when I saw Chris Tucker in Silver Linings Playbook in the theater It's a
1: little jarring <laughs> yeah, I Especially like, knowing, so a little tidbit about Chris Tucker He does not memorize or I think even read scripts So he is fed every single line mm-hmm. In the movie and yeah, I have a friend who in works yeah. not
0: for him, but for a big star, a huge uh, uh, Hollywood star, uh, as a, what they call an earwig, where mm. they're just there to read the lines for every single thing that that star does. And I was swore I swore to never talk about it. So I hope this <laughs> is vague enough.
1: <laughs> I think it is, uh, but I think it's so amazing, especially when you see in the blooper reel at the end. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. he's messing up this gefilte fish line, and that was—I bet they have probably forty hours worth of footage like that of. And it's every film. Line.
0: It's on film. They yeah. are wasting film, as Jackie yeah. Chan points out at some point. Yeah. But yeah. everybody's just laughing because.
2: Because what, what, what else are you, else are you gonna do? Get everybody's, <laughs> yeah.
0: everybody's getting paid. Everybody's yeah, getting paid. Getting that overtime. Pre- COVID. Yeah. Pre-COVID, pre-9/11. I mean, America was innocent. Everybody was laughing, (laughs) and then also he picks up his uh, early-generation cell phone to answer his uh, friend's call.
2: The flip, yeah, he's got the flip phone. Mm -hmm. Classic. Bring him back, honestly. A simpler time.
0: Yeah, there uh, there are some
1: companies. There's some companies. uh, The Nokia brick phones are back. They made a new one, and uh, some companies are doing flip phones again.
2: Uh, Amazing.
0: So if you like, don't want to deal with the whole just like internet pressure yeah if you just want
1: to have your phone to call and you know maybe do some light texting the world light. has that yes, for some light
0: light light to no moderate light right? moderate
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. colon parentheses yeah you know smiley faces the t9 That's what
0: i do anyway <laughs> uh well what else do we need to cover before we go to the ratings
1: so much more go ahead well, Oscar, I don't want to cut you off in case you have anything of your love.
2: Uh, you know, it, it's it's, it's uh, like you were saying; it's a, just a very quotable movie. You know, you have the whole "Who died, Lee? You, detective, you." Bit and they brought Classic. they brought that back in Rush Hour Three, and not the best way, but. Um,
1: How does the joke go in that one? Because uh, yeah, again, I've only saw the YouTube version of that movie.
2: And Rush Hour Three, from what I remember, I've only seen it once because it, it was just such a painful experience, you know, given my fervent love for Rush Hour Two to, to watch uh, the the sequel get so uh mishandled. I think they're like a at a martial arts studio and there's a fight scene and I think the, the, the main like martial arts guy is blind and something along the line the long along the lines of his name is me but Chris Tucker is also saying me. And it's just like, oh, okay. it's, it's dumb, you know? It's not as good. Watching yeah. it, I was just like... And especially mm-hmm. when they're they're just doing it because
1: they did it before.
2: Yeah, just for the sake of the callback, you know, which isn't always the best reason to do it.
1: No, wow. not wasting film like that.
0: While y'all talking, right? Talking, talking. I am here on IMDb Rush Hour 2 trivia page, and there's a lot of interesting trivia I'm picking up. Usually, like, trivia is kind of BS for movies but this is really good stuff the scene where Carter and Lee are running down the street naked in Hong Kong was an actual take because production could not block the street off for the shoot Um, the counterfeit dollar bills used in the movie say in Dog We Trust and during shooting, some extras <laughs> walked off the set with some of the fake cash, and it eventually ended up in a few casinos in Las Vegas, Nevada. That's <laughs> amazing. Oh my and God. the situation went out of control, uh, and the production was briefly shut down. Uh <laughs> when the FBI subjected the props department to an investigation to determine whether or not they violated the Counterfeit Difference Act of 1992, wow! It
1: feels like they did. At least the people who stole it and spent it seem to have <laughs> violated that act.
0: <laughs> Those four extras. Seasickness helped Ro- Rosalind Sanchez feign a lack of enthusiasm for Chris Tucker's advances in the yacht sequence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's acting. You do whatever you can do. <laughs> to get the, the action in there, you do Brett, it.
0: Brett Ratner admitted that the first part of the karaoke scene with Chris Tucker was not supposed to be filmed. Tucker refused yeah. to act like Michael Jackson with the cameras running. Between takes, he went up as entertainment for everyone. Secretly, the director told the cameraman to film it, but not to let Tucker notice that. That's a great fun fact because you can't oh, you can't tell you
2: can't tell when you're watching it you know chris tucker's just killing it and then you learn mm-hmm. that, that wasn't supposed to be in the movie and it's like damn magic at work
1: yeah i wonder if uh, his friendship with michael jackson is the reason why he didn't want to do it
2: perhaps yeah he wanted yeah. to honor his legacy
1: yeah if you go on youtube look up uh chris tucker michael jackson stories and he's been on a lot of late night shows talking about it his stand-up and mm-hmm. it's got a lot of good stories i think uh Michael Jackson famously called him Christmas, was his nickname for him.
2: That's funny. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, the character of Hu Li uh, was originally written for a man, the assassin lady.
1: Um, How do you not get... uh, What? uh, Ziyi Zhang. She's like a star.
0: She's fucking amazing. I like one of the many reasons I love House of the Flying Daggers, which a lot of people hate it. Mm. Maybe that's my shut up. I love it. Mm. Um, Chris Tucker was mis- mistaken for Kobe Bryant a lot on the, <laughs> in Hong Kong. <laughs> oh, um, they have a line in the and movie. And at some point, yeah, at some point, Chris Carter uh, is running up the stairs. The old woman shouts, move out of the way, Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you... Yeah, do, yeah, it says, move card.
2: aside, Kobe. The subtitles. You know, who can blame? <laughs> right. You really count. not
0: there's a lot more good stuff. So, y'all go onto that uh, trivia page and entertain yourselves.
1: Yeah. Y'all and shout be. out, uh, we got an early role for Maggie Q as Girl in Car. I couldn't believe uh, I was seeing Maggie Q in the movie. Uh, I had wow. to look it up and be like, is that actually her? And a very early role for her. Big role.
2: Girl in girl Car. Girl in
1: Car. Yeah, very soon. Nice. now she's uh, LaFemme Nikita. Wow.
2: Incredible. Thanks. That was a very sought after role, Girl in Car. Mm hmm. yeah and there was another
1: girl in car and now where is she (laughs) there was two girls in car let's see where she's at oh she's doing well for herself she played psylocke in x-men so i think she's she's fine wow she's doing great
2: that car took them places huh
1: (laughs) it really did get on that car (laughs) actors can we shout out jeremy piven i know a lot of people have negative opinions towards jeremy piven
0: Seems like but for a good reason, too, like in terms of, again, separating the artist from the art. Like, good reasons to hate a Jeremy. This movie's just hidden. full of
2: those uh, that dynamic.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: it's testing you. It's <laughs> right. movie meant to that. And his character is testing you a little bit, uh, you know, as far as the effeminate um, character that uh, people don't like people to play these days. But he's mm-hmm. killing it. He's so funny.
2: He, he is funny in that role. He even breaks Chris Tucker, as we see in the bloopers. Mm-hmm. Makes him laugh. It's
0: pretty, pretty funny, and you can tell he like improvised a bunch of stuff too. Yeah. Yeah, but he again. just went
1: off. Now he's mm-hmm. a, a stand-up comedian. So go, Jeremy Piven. We're rooting for you here. <laughs> on shut up, I love it.
0: Uh, and that is the the people are gonna edit that out and use it against you, Joe. Will you just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah.
1: I made sure I said he's for the show was representing mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking down the boat with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm on that boat and I'm also feeling queasy just like Rosalind Sanchez <laughs> is just those callback man uh, is there anything else do we need to mention before we go to the ratings and we just just we just express everything else we need to express in those ratings right let's do that let's do Jonas. it let's get into ratings so let Joe, me explain how does the it ratings work? Yeah.
1: yeah Let's let's get into it we are going to rate this movie on a scale of 0 to 10 And we're gonna use something else as a frame of reference. Since this is a movie, maybe that could be a movie. So you could say the Care Bears movie is a 10 and Rush Mm -hmm. Hour is also a 10. Or you could say um, chocolate chip cookies are a two and Rush Hour is an eight, whatever you wanna do. And if that doesn't make sense, guess what? I'm gonna go first, Sasha will go second, and you'll go third, Oscar, you have plenty of time. Amazing.
0: Start thinking. I using think, that ganglia.
1: Yeah, it really <laughs> burst that ganglia. I want yeah. it to be oozing by the time you're up. For this, I think, yeah, we got to use action movie sequels. That's the way I want to do it. And I'm going to go with Too Fast, Too Furious. Ah, fuck off. Oh,
0: I was going to do that. Go
1: ahead. Ah, ha, ha, Gotcha. Yeah. This is why I go first. That way <laughs> uh, I can choose what I want. I actually love Too Fast, Too Furious. I think it's uh, a lot of people's least favorite fast and furious movie i actually spoke about it on
2: shut up i love it
1: before yeah
0: listen to that episode now it's good very stop good. everything it's a, it's a classic
2: i love it it's that in miami It's where i'm from it's, it's very mm.
1: fast and furious it's silly it's fun uh i'm gonna give that movie an eight i certainly don't think it's as uh, good as a lot of the sequels for fast and furious but i think it is very fun very watchable Rush Hour 2, when it stacks up as a sequel and everything else, I'm going to give it a six. Ooh, okay. I definitely wouldn't mind watching it again, watching it with friends. I think there's enough moments in it to string you along, even if the story isn't that great or gripping. But that's why I rewatch movies. I rewatch movies for moments. You know, you're going, oh, I know it's going to have the jeremy piven scene so i'll watch for another 15 minutes to get to that scene oh then it's going to have this fight scene that's what makes a movie truly rewatchable for me not how perfectly constructed it is Mm -hmm. that's what'll make a movie stick with me but rewatchability it's those moments this has it so i'll give it a strong six a capital six to the eight of too fast too furious okay
0: um, Very great. Good. Very good. I will go second um, and um, hold on uh, I okay so I was gonna do the Fast and Furious situation comparison too but I feel like you know what Fast Furious doesn't deserve my attention um, no I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take a movie that deserves my attention which is a movie I recently saw Uh, It's called Werewolves Within. I saw it at the movie theater. And you know what? I fucking love that movie, okay? People talk too much shit about that movie. (laughs) I love that movie. That movie's perfect. At me. Uh, Let's talk. It's fucking great. And so the reason I'm comparing it against Rush Hour 2 is because I think there's just both movies are pure laughs. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no other reason to watch them. I mean, like, there's really like the werewolves werewolves within doesn't really do a whole like whatever they do with the plot doesn't really pay off so i feel like it's more for the fun of it is that you watch it for the characters and for the fun of it werewolves within i'm gonna give it a nine and um rush hour two i'm gonna give it a six as well like there's a lot of good moments but there's just like still a good amount of creepers creepozoid behavior that uh there was slight turn off for myself um and also like I, I was also like I felt like the plot was over but again I do like those moments that Joe introduced you know as part of his um rating system there's a lot of good moments there's uh Chris Tucker is really awesome Jackie Chan is fun to watch and I do recommend that movie if anything else most importantly Oscar Lemus what about you
2: alright let's see I had to do some research um I think I'm going to go with Incredibles 2 as the point of reference. Um, I Mm -hmm. absolutely loved the first Incredibles. It's one of the most brilliant uh, movies that's come out of uh, Disney Pixar. I I think it's genius. The second one fell super flat to me. Uh, Just did not have the same magic. It felt a little forced. Um, so in terms of sequels, I'm probably going to give Incredibles to mm, a 6. Ooh. A 6, okay. Now, Rush not Hour 2, Rush Hour two. it lives on two separate timelines in my brain. There's the uh, me in 7th grade watching it for the first time, uh, not knowing... In the
0: box office, working in the box office, uh, working
2: in Yeah, the box working over uh, 48-hour weeks, you know, just... <laughs> trying to keep my family alive
0: <laughs> <laughs> family of cats
2: my family of cats yeah uh at, at that time in my life it was incredibly formative i love all uh, the just the the rewatchability like joe said the, the humor in it it was very fun and light. none of the creep stuff had set in to my brain i just didn't clock it so in that timeline i'm gonna give it probably a nine i obviously have seen it many many times since most recently over 50 over 50, yeah, through the years. And the most recent time I saw it, it was uh, within the past, like, six months. And it, it dawned on me how it, it, it did not age well in a lot of ways. The action uh, sequences, you know, that's, like, obviously it's hard to not age well because it's just action and fighting. But the, uh, the creepy stuff and the objectifying and all that definitely knocked it down i know i've become mature enough to to look at this thing i love and be like you know what you're not as perfect as i once thought you were Mm -hmm. Mm. so i'm gonna i'm gonna have to modify my old rating and if any of my close friends who know how much i love this movie listen to this (gasps) that they might hate me for saying this but i'm gonna have to probably also give it a six In modern day
1: Mm. wow same as incredibles not that incredibles is problematic yeah, Incredibles but 2. Incredibles 2, yeah, yeah.
0: What do we do with the 666? Is that an almond? This never happened before. Shut up, I love it.
1: It makes it Brett Ratner, 666, Epstein.
0: <laughs> and, uh, it's and all connected. Th- yeah. So the only basically thing that aged well, the only person is Rosalind Sanchez. The movie itself did <laughs> well, neither yeah. did Brett Ratner.
2: <laughs> Truly, yeah.
0: Wow. I love the multiple timelines. This is very inspiring, Oscar.
2: Well, it's like you have to account for it, you know, because it's like the the whole J.K. Uh, Rowling, J.K. Rowling. What's what's the word on Nobody that? Nobody knows. What's the word on that? We, we love, that? love
0: <laughs> Harry Potter. I that's the biggest controversy with
2: her is how you how do you say pronounce name? <laughs> her name. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's that dynamic of like separating the uh, the artist from the art when there's or, when yeah. there's problem, uh, and yeah, I mean that that's having to come to terms with that. It's not easy.
0: Nothing is. Oscar, thank you so much for coming on Shut Up, I Love It to dis- express your uh, parallel timeline love for Rush Hour 2. Appreciate it.
2: It's been an honor. Thank you so much for having me. It's
1: great to have fun movies with lots of hot ladies and <laughs> boobies, so thank there you so you much.
0: <laughs> that's that's another thing that people are going to edit out and use against Joe. <laughs>
2: right, yeah. I brought the talking points. Yeah. <laughs> we get canceled. Uh, you're welcome.
0: Is there anything you'd like to plug your social media, your comedy your cats your uh subscription to hbo max anything at all uh you
2: know at oscar too tired on instagram and twitter at Scoopty boopties (laughs) that's the comedy show i'm gonna invite both of you when the time comes to come check it out it's a good time a free show uh and a lot of good funny comedians so it's always fun
1: and where's uh where's that located
2: that is in hollywood now used to be in Van Nuys, but uh, you know, COVID changed the world, as we saw. So it wiped
1: out Van Nuys completely. Yeah, there's just a
2: big hole there, a big ditch.
1: <laughs> Joe, what's going on with you? Any plugs? Tons of plugs. Go check out joecabeo.com. My comic Bottoms Up Hard Liquor is out. You can get paperback copies of the first three issues. The fourth issue is getting done right now. It's a great time to jump into the series. And they're flying off the shelves, so... Go get it now until I run out of stock.
0: Thank you, Mr. Owl, for this amazing track. Thank you, Elizabeth Salute, for the artwork. And thank you for listening.